is Tuesday. We're up and running. Here we go. Finally, it's a, it's a chilly, chilly night out here. I'm a little chilly on the production, but it's a Tuesday night. Unless welcome everyone. It's November seventeenth. Uh, it's a little bit of sports talk here, Macaulay. Uh, I got my. Oh, I hate this. I have my speakers on my headphones while I got the other stream. Oh, that's that's awful. That was so <laughs> awful. I had I could hear myself like. I guess the intro sent it all right inside that part, but um, all right. But nevertheless, we're calling Zach Rothenberg. We got a great Tuesday night show um, rolling. We were just saying before the show, Zach, it's weird not having a live football game kind of coming up. I feel like, you know, like we had Cole on last week um, or we had like a game on Monday, you know, Monday night football or Thursday night football. Uh, but all right, it's just us. We're chit-chatting back on a little Tuesday grind here. Yeah. Yeah. Got a little uh, Tuesday evening, uh, you know, Football talk, sports talk, any any kind of talk. So it's yeah. all good. We're excited. Yeah. Yeah. We get the chat cooking. We got already. You know, we can see on the, all the intros here what we're uh, we got cooking. Though we got some uh, some NFL chatter. Obviously, I feel like you know, we're always talking football. Yeah. Um, with some really good week eleven games coming up, and we'll talk to that point of what uh, Monday night game last night as well. Uh, and then we'll do a little NBA chatter with their free agency, a little baseball. So we can get into it. And like I said, want to hear from from the chat tonight. Uh, and then we'll do a little show versus street, uh, to, you know, what we always do, it's Tuesday. Um, and then, you know, why not, should we get things rolling with a little clickbait though, Zach? Yeah, might as well just tee it up like we always do, right? Hey, that's, that's, let's rock and roll. <laughs> All right, perfect. So, uh, so yeah, you know, everyone knows the Giants and, and myself, we're very, uh, I'm always up to speed on their, the latest news. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you heard, Karen, but DeAndre Baker, um, all, char- all the charges were dropped and he's innocent all of a sudden, proven innocent. And there's a lot of people saying, oh, it's a giant. Really, you're not really proving your innocence that the charges were dropped. You're just innocent of the crimes that you're, right? Like, right. There's nothing really proven. It's just all of a sudden the charges no longer exist because someone, you know, decided you know, not pursue them. Right. So right. That, no, well, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> no, exactly. So, of course, everyone's saying, oh, the Giants should sign DeAndre Baker, you know, uh, or and in this case, the article is saying DeAndre Baker would love to return to the Giants. Well, I'm sure he would love to return to the Giants. He's not getting paid right now. So, of course, he's going to love to return to the Giants. Who would want to return to a professional football team? You so, say, uh, he's got a tryout with the Chiefs. Does he really? Yeah, he's, he apparently flew, I guess, or not flew, but he like went to New Jersey and they got the rest of his stuff. And then flew to Kansas City for a meeting or whatever with the Chiefs tomorrow morning. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, breaking news for you here. I mean, I mean, hey, he's got the build to be a really good cornerback, but you know, it's hard to tell after his rookie year. So, hey, hopefully he lands somewhere. But you know, the last thing the Giants I think would want to do is it, it's clickbait because the Giants should not have any desire to bring him back because. Why bring someone new into the mix when you have something perfectly cooking right now? Oh, a little bonus episode on Sunday. That was fun. We got Alex, we got Alex in, uh, in the Twitch chat going. Oh, yeah, yeah. Saying, What about the bonus episode? And I was saying, yeah, you know, we, we did a little, uh, you know, a little, uh, little Sunday. I, I like those Sunday shows. They're fun. Yeah, it's a good little, like, it's a good little pregame uh, warm-up, you know, before before we go to war in the afternoon, right? I know, I know. I know. Really, it's like therapy, real quick, before we get out there. Yeah, we always give a little, um, yeah, we're trying to grind, you know. Try to you know try to get some picks in there. My mom were not so hot yesterday. Dude, that was hey, cool. you went three and one. <clears throat> you went three and one on the site. Did I go three and one? Yeah, you went three and one on the site. Yeah. I'd say it's pretty good. But the Bears didn't cover. Yeah, but your other three picks did. You know, uh, Kirk, threw Kirk, a pick. Kirk threw a pick, and both of Dalvin Coast unders in the receiving game and rushing were were under. No, no, they hit. No, he didn't run for over ninety-one yards. Yeah, he did. He had ninety-six. 
Oh, geez. Well, maybe I don't know what I'm looking at. Yeah, that's at, what then. I'm saying. Like, the last drive, he literally ran. It was awful. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's been tough the last two weeks. Because, right, it, yeah. The, I mean, the funny thing is, Alex, like, buckle up, brother, because <laughs> I'm looking at these slated games coming up, and it's, it's not going to get any easier. <laughs> oh, no. my God. It's going to be it's gonna be wild. Uh, I mean, just start thinking about Thursday night's going to be insane with, you know, the – Basically, the Battle of the West, right? Cardinals and, and Seahawks, and obviously the Rams are, are great in there too. Um, yeah, it's probably the yeah. best Thursday night football game on schedule in a long time. I think so, right? Yeah, yeah. I was actually yeah. thinking about that in my head too. It's funny you were thinking about that. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, but to, to, yeah, to the DeAndre Baker point, yeah. yeah. Good judge, no nonsense. Um, but to that point, uh, I guess I'll flip over real quick into the baseball circuits. I'll make this quick, though, because we'll, we'll probably go in a little baseball in a little bit. But it's more, Zach, it's, it's, the, it's this idea of any time in Philadelphia when someone of any high market or, like, a big-name person leaves anywhere, all of a sudden there's an instant article out by WIP blogging basically saying, um, you know, the Epstein um, – Oh, wow, look at this. I couldn't even crop this correctly. Come on, Karen. You're better than this. Hey, it's a cliffhanger. Who are they going to come after? Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Look at that. Um, God, that was awful. Yeah, like, uh, but, but, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm not I'm not with that. But I I don't think Theo Epstein's going to go to the Phillies. That's not the project you want to take on if you just leave the Cubs. Uh Right no. now, and try to clean that up, especially when it looks like you know the Phillies didn't even really make any actual changes because they're kind of going to still roll with the Andrew Fail crew. Contact mm-hmm. still somewhere in the building doing something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Um, all right, but to that point, let's do a jump in. Let's do some football chatter. Yeah. So we got yeah, a great show. Like I was saying, yeah, we got some football, all sorts of good stuff. Um, yeah. Do we start with the Monday night game? Yeah, let's do it. It was it was a pretty. Pretty uh, uneventful game, I'd say, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, give me your take on it. I think both teams look both teams look bad, <laughs> so to say that. But I will say it does seem like it seems like the play calling didn't matter for Chicago. Um, unfortunately for them, it seems like the play calling with Bill Lazor didn't matter versus Matt Nagy. Nothing really changed too much uh, besides that's all they got Allen Robinson the ball a little early on, but then they basically stopped after the first quarter. Um, they keep doing the same thing. It's like the, those toss plays, uh, Cordell Patterson, the running plays. It's like, dude, this is not, this isn't it. It's pretty clear. The defense is the only reason why they are, they are the record that they have. They're, and, it's awful. It's awful. Yeah, and it, it really is. I mean, the Vikings showed some shows have been showing some life as we know. Um, yeah. And I, and I think, you know, I think they might've reinserted themselves in a little bit of a you know conversation now. Yeah, I know we're going to get to that a little bit later on to show that that topic. Um, but yeah, and I'll and not to like say, oh, we're not going to talk about it now. No, I'll, I'll give a general just overview of everything. I think in general, mm-hmm. right? So uh, we talked about this, right? We said this game was going to go a very. It's funny, but we we thought it could go a few different ways, and I think in a way it went a blend of it, right? Like Dalvin Cook didn't go off. It was a really gritty ninety six yards. Uh, about with under receiving, I think they hit under receiving hit, yeah. Uh, but no, I think uh, you know it's why I saw a tweet that I think sums it up pretty perfectly for the Bears. It's right, like their defense. It's like that uh, that Super Bowl commercial last year. Uh, but I think right, the, the Bears' defense is phenomenal, but their offense is 
anemic. <laughs> like the, there's really yeah. no other way to put it. Um, and and last night I thought just in general was was kind of a horror show. And and right, there's there's so many levels to this. If you're a Bears fan, and it's I feel kind of bad because we're just sitting here probably watching like little you know Packers. <laughs> but no, 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 I can right, I can be third party here for a second, right? Um, I think this game is more about the Bears losing than the, than the Vikings winning because, as they kind of were saying on Good Morning Football, I don't know how much the math's there for the Vikings, right? Yeah. Not to say that they can't come back, but I, I think it's for every argument you want to make that the Vikings are in it at four and five, aren't the Lions in it at four and five, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, the same record. Um, so there's that. But on the flip side, right? Looking at the Bears, you, you just kind of dropped another game in the, in the divisional race. That doesn't help. Uh, you've lost, what, four straight? Yeah, I believe four straight. Four straight. Uh, yeah. The last game they won was the Falcons game, I believe, right? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. No, I or think that's it. Or was it the, the Bucs game? It was the Bucs game. Yeah, Bucs. You're right, because the whole yeah. Brady, Foles, Hoopla. Yeah. Sorry, did I cut out there for you? Yeah, you cut out. I was saying, they, they honestly should have lost that game, too. Not yeah, sure. They're very close to losing it. They could be winless right now. That's how bad they 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 like. They are the opposite of the Chargers, where it's like you can play an actually okay game and somehow always find a way to lose. Mm. The Falcons know that pretty well too. And I'm dropping pens over here, trying to pick it up and look smooth. Um, but right, I mean, this was it's, they're a dumpster fire in my opinion. And I think and I, I think the number first of all in the second half, right? Their only touchdown in the entire game was the Patterson kick return for a touchdown. They went three and out in every single series, but two in the second half. Um, the Vikings had the ball for 12 more minutes. Uh, the Vikings went 55% on third down, which is like not bad, right, with, with that Bears defense. Uh, right? It's the same story where even as a football fan, even though I'm not, obviously I'm not a really big Bears fan, uh, I feel for that, that team. That defense is so good. They play with so much heart and grit and added – Dude, I, I even said to Joe yesterday, is defense played with that type of with that grind and that effort and that hustle? They, they, they don't. Um, but yeah, so right, it's the same old story. And now we're talking again, like, would there be a quarterback change? And then all the while, right? I mean, you, you look at it. So then Nick Foles uh, gets carted off the field. And, and right, good news for him, it sounds like it's not. Um, serious at all they still mm. listed him as, as what day to day uh looks like um uh, trying to read the tweet uh yeah something like his hip uh and i, I don't know we're working through it but then there's right this whole thing with the trubisky's shoulders hurt but then you also got to remember it's like well he's hurt because they were running gadget plays with him it's like what are you doing they are so unorthodox in every way they do things it, it's it's so bizarre and I, I, it's right. Like it's so gross. Like it's it's awful. Like they're not fun to watch. Like you said, it wasn't a great game. Um, now I'll, let me stop there, right? And then unless you want to jump in, do you want to talk about the Bears? Then we'll go to the Vikings after that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that if you look, and I know I had this take with uh, I think it was the Eagles yesterday, but if you look at the sideline, there's a lot of very bad um, body language, and I, I think we're I don't, I don't think we're the only ones noticing the play no. calling and how ridiculous this coaching has been. So 
I think that team's going to start just tearing itself apart from the inside out. I would be very surprised if Allen Robinson signs with them after this season because um, he's a undrafted. He's, oh, yeah, no, he's, he's a restricted, unrestricted free agent. So I think they're going to lose him. And this is one of those things that, hey, they might finish six and ten and, and get like a middle of the first round draft pick and not get one of those top five, you know, premier picks. So they might just be kind of hurting themselves more than helping right now. Yeah, on the flip side, they could they could turn it around. I mean, I, I don't think they have the coaching to do it. I think I think they have talent, but I don't think it's being utilized nearly the way it should. Yeah, and, and the way I look at it, they got to go to Green Bay on Sunday football. Great, yeah. there's no fans, and then I'm trying to be funny. It's like the last two teams that went in there didn't exactly have illustrious records, and they had no problem playing well there. So I don't, I'm not super, you know, concerned right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but right, and, and you know they're gonna fight for their lives in that game. Oh, we got trust cooking in the chat. How we doing, brother? Hey, um, trust. Yeah. So I, I think right. There's 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 a lot of issues. Now let's go to the Vikings here then for a second, right? Yeah. I thought they played well. I think yeah. A lot of people were saying like, oh, they didn't look all that. I thought they, they played good. Like that's a tough play. Like the Bears have a good defense. The Bears played well defensively. They had a special teams touchdown. Like they did some things to to, to do okay. Um. Cousins played well. Thielen played great. Jefferson looked good. I was just saying, can um, we talk about Justin Jefferson? I mean, yeah, they're, is this, ba- is, they're very balanced, and, and honestly, they are they are a very dangerous team right now. They, they really are. They're uh, they're catching fire. Uh, David Cook is literally cooking right now. <laughs> um, yeah, he is. You know, Justin Jefferson. I mean, are we? Is it too early to say that he's a top rookie of the year candidate? No. I don't um, think so, right? I mean, he he's uh, I mean, he's outplaying every other receiver that was drafted before him. Henry Ruggs has been non-existent, I know, because I drafted him in fantasy. Um, Jerry Judy had has had one, maybe two good games this year. <laughs> so, and CD Lamb, like he'll he'll go a game where he has he has a catch for negative two yards. So I don't get that, but it's just Justin Jefferson's proving himself to be the real deal. And this is the year after they lost Kevin Stefanski too, as their offensive coordinator, the high flying offense they did have. So what's that say about them? You know, it's, they're looking up. Things are looking up for them. So you kind of cut out there at the end. Yeah. Now saying things are looking up for them. It's it's actually, it's not our stream. It's actually just, it's my connection with you right now. It's like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like every, uh, every like five minutes, it's like, you know, yeah. Little choppiness. Yeah. Little chop of the water tonight. Choppy Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. It is old choppy Tuesday. Um, you know, because there's so many highlights to to load up tonight. Uh, all like ten of them. All right. But anyway, let's. Um, it's funny. I have an analogy for you, and and I was I was talking to you obviously about it before the show, and I I probably should share it. I might actually just get the text out because I want to make sure I get it right. And you know, I usually don't do this, but like I don't really like to plan them, but. Um, but it's funny, right? We're talking about movies, and I think Bambi's one of the worst movies ever. But that's just my personal take. But well, I probably shouldn't have dropped that in there before I start using it in an analogy. But forget I said that. Let's just jump in. I feel like this Matt Nagy experience is like the movie Bambi, right? Think about it. You you go into it thinking like oh it's it's from the disney tree it's from the andy reed tree that's like that's good it's got to be good right most of it's good stuff it's and it's not it's like sure there are really good fruit off like there's really good pieces of fruit off that those trees great disney movies a lot of great coaches that came from andy reed and that, like that whole you know river 
but I don't see it in Chicago, right? And then it's like, let me just keep going. I got, I got the whole thing right here. Uh, and, right, and it's one of those things, too, because, like, if people say, like, oh, Matt Nagy's a bad coach. No one's going to see he's a bad coach, right? They like, don't realize this game is a bad movie. They're just like, oh, well, it's like, you know, it's not great, right? Just kind of like how, like, oh, they want to coach. Like, there's still some type of cachet behind, like, oh, they want coach of the year. And, like, no one's actually one bad. Like, but even though that's, like, okay, they didn't win a playoff game that year. Right, and then all the while, it's like you're right. The, the movie's just like, just kind of a dark. Like, there's no real happy times during it. It's like, it seems like the animals are feuding, and then the, I would really analogize the scene where the birds down there in like the bushes, you know, and that that, that what a, oh god, when I was a kid, that was half dark. That was the dark. It was like rated R for me as a kid. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That bird just decides to go up, and the hunter takes you know just shoots a little bit of hell out of it. That's like when they're trying to run these pitch plays to like Patterson on third and six, or they're running like a, a sideways pass on second and 10. It's just like, Oh my God, it's brutal. Yeah. It's suicidal too. Just like the bird flying up in the sky. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of how I would wrap the Matt Nagy experience though. Um, you know, I, I agree. It, it, it's very tough to watch and I, I don't think you couldn't have painted a better picture. <laughs> with that analogy, to be honest, when you texted me that today, I was dying laughing. It's it's so spot on. <laughs> it's so true. You know, it's 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 tough on the eyes, Karen. Well, is there's no shot he actually gets fired right after this year? Ooh, I don't think so. I don't think so because of his success the last you know previous couple of years. So yeah, they're they're in a weird spot. Yeah, I, I think. I really do think that after this season, it's going to be a rebuild for, for them. They're well, going to be. Do they get rid of Pace then? Their GM, Ryan Pace. Probably because I feel like if you're if you're, I don't know why they didn't lock Allen Robinson up before the season started. To be quite honest with you, like, so he goes and then they say that year on thin ice. Yeah, I think so. Or better yet, knowing the way the world works, they'll just tell Matt Nagy that he should be the GM and the head coach and see how that turns out. Oh, sorry, I missed what Trust was saying earlier about Rookie of the Year candidates, too. Herbert or Burrow, though, I think Herbert came out honestly when he's been slinging the rock. Um, yeah. I don't know. By the way, what, what's your thoughts, and this is a good way to just kind of segue into normal football chatter, what's your thoughts on, um, uh, let's say look at what the chat was saying, will the Eagles spend the money to rebuild? Well, I, the funny thing is, I don't think, I think that's almost like a, an oxymoron. You don't really spend the money to rebuild. You got I think you got to draft. Um mm-hmm and from the ground up and then use your money correctly. Whereas, and I'm not trying to be this guy. I think you are a pretty good example with the giants where you've signed Janoris Jenkins and snacks and right. And all, I mean, the list goes on and on. And then yeah. it, it looked good for a cup of coffee and it just kind of, right. So, yeah, you know, I don't yeah. need to tell you. So to that point, now you're rebuilding, you're drafting, you're drafting better. You just drafted your quarterback. You're starting to look better, right? You got your homegrown coach and, once I hope, you know, you get rid of your GM, I think it'll be looking a lot better. But, um, right, but I think that's I think that's the way to do it. It's not by spending the money. Yeah, no, I agree. Completely agree. Um, you know, getting value and talent out of the draft seems to be more effective than going out and, you know, spending your whole purse on uh, on on free agents. Uh, you said it You said it perfectly. The Giants did it, and we saw how, how great that worked out for us a couple of years ago. So, yeah. Um, all right, but to, let me let me ask you this. This is a good way to kind of segue into some more football chatter. The Lions are four and five in this whole thing. Like, where 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 do they rank in this yeah, right. whole picture? Seriously, 
Well, if I if I'm ranking the NFC North from like a, from a power rankings just in the division, I mean obviously the Packers are first. I'd have to say the Vikings are second, to be quite honest. And I, I even give the Lions third. I give the Bears the last. I give the Bears the fourth seed, even though technically they're the second in that division right now, just because of trends and just the way things are going for them and the outlook, in my opinion, is just horrible. You know. Um, and, and I was curious. I'm looking into the chat. What, what, oh, with the Eagles drafted our quarterback. Well, I think I, you go with Hurts. I guess right. That, did they already do that? Yeah, I would think so. I think if the Eagles drafted another quarterback in this year's draft, I think that the city of Philadelphia would be on fire, or the lake would be on fire at least. <laughs> yeah, I, I so. think. And you paid all that money to Carson Wentz. They can't. They can't draft another quarterback. It's just. It just questions. That, like it just questions. Uh, makes you question why they even drafted Hurts this year to begin with. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it's it. Nothing would surprise me. Put it to you that way. <laughs> Whatever they do. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's for sure. Um, all right, Belichick. Let's roll. Let's flow into a little football chatter. So, um, I find this Sunday night football game so intriguing, Zach. I really, yeah. I really, truly do. I was going to ask you about this. This is good. Please let on. What do you got? Well, because I, you know, you and I were pretty loyal uh, viewers of Good Morning Football, and Kyle Brandt this morning said that he thinks if the Raiders beat the Chiefs Sunday night, they are a Super Bowl contender. I think that's a little too hot of a take. What do you think? So I, I know what he means. Because um, he's basically saying you can beat the Chiefs twice. Yeah. Like once is in a mirage, right? It's like kind of like the fully once, fully twice, that whole thing, right? But yeah. Um, right. If you beat them once, even if it was an arrowhead, it's still kind of a mirage. But you do it twice, then you just beat the team that's just won the whole damn thing. Like you can beat anybody. Right? True, but are the Chiefs that team this year? Are the Chiefs that team? You know, like it could be. I mean, yeah, because they're. It's one of those things, right? Like I hate to be this guy and like water down the segment, but it's like, right? The winner isn't always maybe the best team. The winner is the guy that plays the best in that tournament. But there's also we could argue last year, right? There was like six teams that were good enough to win it, right? Hell, that's why it's not the NBA where we know it's going to be like X, Y, or Z at the end of the road. Yeah. So to that point, the Chiefs are good enough to be in that that group of the precious five or six teams that are good enough to win the Super Bowl. Like legit, are good enough to win the Super Bowl. And so, if, yes, I think if you can, if you are the Raiders and you can win <laughs> twice this year, and you're seven and three, all of a sudden we talked about this yesterday when we were just kind of recapping and figuring it out out loud. We were saying, "Wow, they win this game next week at home on prime time." Which I mean, I'm not saying shit, you gotta kind of do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Right, you're you're right there, and and the Chiefs have some tough games coming up. Yeah, they do. I I feel like the Chiefs' defense has been very more more so this year than previous years has been very questionable. You know that that's the only reason why I say are the Chiefs really that team that if you beat them, you're all I feel of a like sudden the defense is always questionable. It's just like right, it, true. No, no, that, that's a good point. That's kind of been their stigma the last several years, uh, ironically enough. Even though they do have Steve Spagnuolo, which who I think is a great defensive coordinator, just oh, yeah. they just seem like they're one of those flexible defenses that can break, you know, yeah, fairly ben, easily. Yeah, Ben, don't break. By the way, um, it's funny. Did you hear the whole this whole like bus thing? With yeah, the with, with the Raiders doing the victory lap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking a little <laughs> bit about on the show yesterday about how we were like, oh, well, you know, I need to read to this. And I guess John Gruden, did you hear what his response was? No. All right, here, I'm going to play it for everyone real quick. Um, so this was his response. Uh, well, you'll, you'll hear because I think the reporter asked the question and the audio is a little, a little muffled up. 
Not really. I mean, you can find a smart Alec bus driver in Kansas City who made some snide comments when we got on the bus. Maybe that's why we drove around the stadium, just to tick him off. You know, this is ridiculous. Next question. Poses next question, <laughs> uh, but I mean, so he's saying, and not that I, like I'm not sitting here trying to say, oh, let's talk about this, uh, but he's saying that you know, I guess the Chiefs bus driver, like uh, the bus driver for their team that was going to take them back to the airport, like was a Chiefs fan, I guess had some some remarks as they got back on the the bus, so then I guess they made him drive around a few times. It doesn't really add up. Doesn't really make sense. No, no it's kind of, it's kind of stupid, but um, it's, it's almost like kind of funny that it's just like. I, I, I like – and I talked about this yesterday on the show. I like how much these two teams hate each other. I even saw when I started was looking and um, posting some of our stuff, it's like hashtag like Raider week, and I was just like laughing. I was like, oh, man, they're ready to go out there in Kansas City. And I know they hate them more than anything, um, and I'm sure it's mutual. But... <clears throat> I'm sure I'm going to say Oakland multiple times talking about the Raiders in this segment. <laughs> but, um, but, no, right, I mean, it's about – these are the types of games I feel like those teams always lose, though, where it's like, hey, if you really want to be real, you're at home on the big stage against the, the big dogs, and they always kind of seem to pancake on, on, the, on the big stage. But I don't know. What do you think? you think the Raiders are good? I mean, I think they're a good team. I think they're a very well-coached team. You know, I've been definitely giving John Gruden a lot of credit. Uh, but I, I don't really – I don't see them winning this, this one. I really don't. Um, you know – the way teams have been coming off bye weeks this year has obviously been sluggish, so the Raiders might have that trend in their favor. But I just have a hard time believing the Chiefs are going to lose the Raiders twice uh, in one year. So yeah, now do you know what? Especially Andy Reid's been so good against them in his career. Um, what uh, what was I going to say? Uh, do you know what the spread is on that game? I, I will know in about five seconds. Kansas City minus seven. Whoa. That's a lot. That is a lot. So they're really taking this bus driver Vegas thing to heart is, there in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're honestly they're kind of saying what I'm saying. That whole, you know, like this is the game where it's it's like where the week up and get kind of excited to be like, oh my God, the Super Bowl chance. Are they on thin ice even in their own division with the team that we weren't expecting? The Raiders? Oh my god. It's like, yeah, no, I don't think so. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. one three in a row, but it's like that, not albeit, I don't know, like there's and I, and I like them. I'm not. I'm not trying to rip on the Raiders. I, I think Josh. Uh, I think uh, Josh Jacobs is an absolute beast. And I mean, I think Derek Carr has played pretty well. I think their defense has been really strong. I don't know. I just think that. And they took it to the Chiefs last game. Yeah, they did. I, you know, it's kind of interesting. You know, Vegas giving seven points to the traveling Chiefs, and they're like the hometown sports book now. It's like so they have a better field than anyone being in Vegas, right? So. It's just kind of funny, but yeah. I don't know. I kind of like I kind of like the Raiders getting seven, man. I I don't know. I don't think they. I think the Chiefs are going to win, but I don't know if it's going to be by more than a touchdown. I don't know. I feel like we're going back down that road of like the Bengals game last week. Oh yeah, yeah, and I, and I was like, oh, the Bengals could win it, and uh, we saw that's a lot of that happen. It's it's that typical they'll lose the game like twenty one thirteen or something. I'm like random, a real low scoring game. Like what? Yeah, yeah, the spread will miss by a mixed extra point, or uh, yeah, exactly. or, or John Gruden decides to go for two when he doesn't have to, or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'll tell you, let's um, what do you want to do? You want to stick in the NFC, or you want to move to the NFC, or you want to stick in the AFC? 
Let's move to the NFC. Let's do a little NFC chatter for you. All right, so the, the Thursday night game uh, looks actually really good, right? Um, I mean, we don't have to go into a super-duper-duper deep scope of this because I feel like we're going to be pretty much talking about this for like 40 minutes probably on Thursday. Uh, right, but it's a good game, right? Really exciting game. Um, let me ask you this. Oh, this is great. This guy that lives apart across from our apartment complex has a motorcycle. Mm. And when he starts this thing up, it's like a 45-minute production. So this will be great for the rest of the show. You'll probably hear a motorcycle the rest of the show, but that's all right. Oh, I don't hear um, it. You can't hear it. That's good. No. All right. So I can hear it. It's quite annoying. But nonetheless, I'm getting fouled. I'm going to continue on and try to get the, the basket and, and the free throw. But one, baby. Yeah. Let me stop. Well, but there we go. Um, but, yeah, so – Anyway, let's look at um, NFC. Yeah, all right. So, so the Cardinals are getting Cardinals are getting yeah. three and a half. Let me ask this. My question, my question is, um, do you? I always hate being negative, but do you feel like, like what what happens to the loser in this? Yeah, no, I mean it's a good point because if you lose this game. It hurts very bad in that division. Um, obviously, the winner. If the Cardinals win. So, I guess, right, yeah. let's walk down the avenue of both teams. Right? The obvious is if you're the Seahawks, you would be what? You'd lose four or five. Yep. You're probably losing on some type of bad. You've now lost two to the Cardinals. They, can't, I almost feel like now I'm talking this out loud. They can't lose this game. They're at home. You really can't lose this game if you're the Seahawks. No, they can't. If they lose, I think it's all downhill for, for, for there. I think they'll still make, they would still make the playoffs, but – the divisional outlook wouldn't be pretty because you know it's so thick with that division right now. And and you talk about all the reason in the world, right, to play well, dude. The Vikings are playing well. We just talked about that. The Lions are four and five, right? The yeah. Falcons are playing better. Um, there's teams that can catch them, right? Like if they were to fall, like it's not like there's there's just nobody sitting back there. Yeah, no, exactly. The uh, you know the AFC is very top heavy, but the NFC has a lot in that middle tier where it's it's really it's really thick with competition. You know, um, in, in in the in the divisional race, I think if the Seahawks lose, I think they I don't think they win the division if they lose this game. To be honest, no, I don't either. I, uh, I this is basically a game to this a little bit. What's that? I think the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are going to roll them in this game personally, but I know that's not. Yeah, I mean, you're almost rocking your cardinal red today. <laughs> I think, I yeah, right. I think, I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a close game for sure. I think, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, whoever wins this game is going to have a serious advantage in that division. You know, um, I'll give my deep dive analysis Thursday because yeah, let's let's say so. Um, to that point, I, I found an interesting stat though because uh, we're talking about you know quarterbacks and big games and stuff, um, and you know I. I, this to me is like the stat I've been, I didn't know I needed to find, but here it is. And it's, it's beautiful. Right. So we've been talking wink, wink, like kind of how Lamar Jackson has not been great this year. Baker. We always kind of say there's some question marks. Drew Locke. We said this question. We all said like, okay, can I win chill with those remarks saying that any GM that passed on him was, you know, should be fired. Like all that. Right. Dak Prescott sells more passing yards than all these guys. And he hasn't played since week five. <laughs> is that a, wild? That's a phenomenal set. Isn't that's it, it. It's great. I, you got it to pay. You know, you got to get Bleacher Reports and Crow. We, we blast them for some clickbait. But hey, when a good stat comes along, you got to give them love. 
That's incredible. That really shows just how poorly those other those other guys are playing. You know, part of it has to do with the offensive scheme. I get it, but like, really, <laughs> that's bad. It's it, it well, and there's a couple wrinkles, right? You look at Lamar and Baker, and to be fair, I actually let me take a look. Like, oh, of course, I can't read it. It's too small. I need some more carrots. Yeah, that's why it's a little sharper. Um, oh, me too. But, yeah, carrots are good. If you had to dip carrots in something, what would you dip them in? Oh, vegetable dip all day. Not ranch? I think veggie dip's better, but ranch is right up there. Yeah. Okay. All right. So is so. that yours, ranch? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good ranch. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Newman's own. Is that your ranch? What's your. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Let's talk about ranch for a second. Let's just completely go off topic. <laughs> um, what's your go to ranch? Because I'll add this in when I go to Kansas City, their ranch out there in Missouri is like incredible. Uh, and most of the places I feel like out there make it homemade mm-hmm. and they, which is a production, but a lot of them are not like these, they're surprised that I'm surprised that they would make it <laughs> to that point when I mentioned like, Oh, you know, like we have ranch, like what, like hidden, like hidden Valley of them is like the natty light of ranch. Yeah. I mean, I usually, I grew up on hidden Valley. So yeah, I, see, yeah, that's what I told them. yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not ripping. Hey, you know, and hey, we, Grew up in college on that. Like, that's right. Fun. That's right. Um, I'm sorry. I sound like such a teenager there. Saying do you put ranch on pizza? I don't voluntarily do it, but I, I like, I if someone like said you got to do it, everyone's done. I'm like, okay, I can do that. And if it was like a place that had like signature ranch and like a like a crisp like like if they say like, oh, that's what we do at this restaurant. It's like it's really it's like a specialty. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. But I'm like voluntarily be like, oh, I need to go. Do you guys have ranch like my cross? Yeah, right. It's a little, okay. little weird. Because I, I remember in high school, that was like the thing to get pizza and ranch and dip it and all that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I never got into it. I mean, it tastes, it tastes fine. But no, I, just, I don't I, like the ranch cold. I love ranch, but I think it's the cold's a little ridiculous. Um, yeah. No, I completely agree. Um, we'll, talk, fun. we'll talk a little food, though, later on the show. That was that's a good right. little, little ranch break. Um, all right. But looking at this, <laughs> I mean, let me ask you, out of one, two, three, how many of those guys are going to make the playoffs and over under two and a half playoff wins out of that group? Over under two and a half out of the group? Yeah. So, like, I'm they, taking the under all day. I would handle the under. You don't think they could combine, rack up that many playoff wins? No. So, so you're Drew saying out, not going to make Drew Locke's out. out. Cam Newton, I think, is out too. Patriots are toast. And even if they do make it, they're not winning a game. Baker Mayfield, they're not winning a game if they get in. So it's going to really be up to Lamar Jackson. We've seen him. We've seen whatever. I'm very negative. I just like, that's really how I was like trying to like see if I could trip you up in that little path anyway. Yeah. It's interesting <laughs> to see though. It's an interesting little hypothetical. It um, is. Yeah. That's a so great stat. That's a yeah, great find. Um, you know, it's also great. Mike Tomlin. Dude, I love, we should almost do a segment. Just like, what did Mike Tomlin say? Like in a phone, like in a phone. I love, I just yeah. love his like his grit and his intensity and his and his and his lust for the game and his but also the respect and the and the class of everything about him. Um but did you hear what he was talking about with trap games today? No, I didn't. All right, here I'm gonna play this for everyone because this this is just like in his Hall of Fame of quotes. To the trap game discussion, I understand that that's things that you guys like to talk about. Um but this is the NFL and more than anything, the guys know my attitude regarding that. We are not a Big Ten team playing a MAC opponent this week. Uh, every time we step into a stadium, we're playing professionals, players and coaches. And we got a ridiculous level of respect for that. And so, you know, write your story, man. 
follow your storylines, trap games and things of that nature. We understand what we're going into in Jacksonville, that that's a group that's trying to kick our butt, a professional group, a capable group, and we're preparing with that understanding. I love it. He's saying when they asked about a trap game, if, if <laughs> say we're not, a, this isn't a big 10 team playing a Mac team. <laughs> it's great. But you know, it's interesting. Let me ask you this. I, I fully get what he's saying. And I fully understand this ideology of like any given Sunday. And, and I trust me, I've said this before on and off the show that I think that these, everyone sometimes loses the idea that these guys are that good. They're the best, the best, the best that like, you can lose a game. Like, it's it's possible. And Aaron Rodgers even kind of said that on Pat McAfee's podcast today, uh, right, saying, like, you know, people just have it when they see, oh, we're playing a one-win team. Like, we have to blow them out. Like, we just got to beat them. Like, we got to beat them. Like, they're, you know, um, which yeah. makes sense. Uh, but to that point, why does it seem like, that, like we can sit there and, like, and even you kind of heard Tomlin's answer, like, basically saying, you guys call them trap games. Like, you know, that's your, like, world that you live in. But they definitely have been. Yeah, no, they have been for sure. Um, but to go on off of Aaron Rodgers' point, I mean, he's exactly right. Like these, these guys are playing to put food on their table. It's not like they're just playing pickup or like you know, college football. Yeah, you have your scholarship to lose, but like this is a totally different world, I yeah. think. And it's the best of the best. And and uh, yeah, there absolutely have been trap games before in, in our eyes. Maybe the athletes don't view them that view them that way though. Funny you say that though, because I feel like a lot of these teams, they are in a sense, they'll get they'll, it's more of a trap game if you have a lot of talent, a lot of money, like already locked up, kind of a thing. And True. then, like that, like where there's just like, I'm going to take the day off, even though, you know, like that type of stuff might happen. But if you're right, young teams, teams, quote unquote, like fighting, you know, to stay on a roster and stuff, like the, like, and, and you look at the Jaguars, they're a really young team. Uh, they're a good example of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't, and that, that's who they're playing. And they obviously have given um, Pittsburgh their fair share of struggles, too. Yeah, they have. I mean, they have, they're not an easy, you know, they haven't been an easy team for them, that's for sure. So it, sh- it might be a better game than we think. Yeah, it might. Now it's up. Better real quick. Broke up. Oh, sorry. I was saying, you want to roll into a little hoops chatter? Oh, boy. Let's do it. You know, I'm pretty passionate about the hoops chatter. I know. Large bombs, large bombs. Sorry. Yeah, all right. Whatever. <laughs> um, all right, break down this James Harden thing for me, Zach. I I, I'll, I, I need to get my thoughts in order. I need you to pet first here. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll lay the, the numbers and the situation out, and then I'm just going to probably Please. get emotional, and I'll dive into what I really think. So That's what I love. Yeah, <laughs> so... Harden rejected a $50 million, which would make him the first ever $50 million a year uh, professional basketball player in the history of the game. That's a lot of money. Rejected a $50 million yearly, you know, uh, deal with the, the Rockets or, you know, um, extension with the Rockets because he said he wants to get traded and he wants to get traded to nowhere else other than the Brooklyn Nets so he can play basketball and team up with two of the arguably best players in the league, Kevin Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. And, you know, you know who I'm going to blame this all on, Karen? This is, this is typical ruined NBA. Thanks to LeBron James deciding that he wants to go here this year and join this super team and bring people with him here and form their own teams. And it's just ruined the NBA. And then now you got James Harden, who's, one of the best players in the league and wants to team up with two other, one of the best players in the league and have their own little super team here. 
And, you know, the, the NBA might as well only be six teams. It might as well only literally be six teams because what's the point anymore? It's no parody. It's not fun to it's watch. No it's, ruining, it's ruining the game. Well, it's funny you say that because that's actually my um, right, I think everyone, not everyone, but right, uh, the, the, the masses, especially in the Twitter world, social media circuits, uh, right, do you see this common trend of people saying, oh, um, I love the NBA offseason, it's more exciting than the actual season, right? And I would, I've said it too, like, I'm not even, like, passing judgment on people that said that. But the problem, and the point is, I sat there and I thought about it today, and I was like, that's the problem, though, isn't it? When you actually like break down the machine, if you will, right, like in the process. So we're all saying if for the season's not great. Well, this is the this is what is constructing the product, the off season. Like, so if we don't like how it's these, you know, buddies ganging up with buddies and guys asking to get traded places, right? Um, which I think sours a lot of folks, you know, the working class folks that love just watching basketball after work because I think they sit there and say, I can't force myself to get moved to a different apartment that or forced to get paid more money. I would do anything. I paid $50 million for a day or a year or a month, whatever. Um, right. But uh, I, I think that's part of it too. But, but at the end of the day, I, I also just think there's just such a turnoff for the NBA because it's like, we're the GMs. Yeah, Exactly. Like, the players have had a lot of power, I feel like, in, in, in the NBA um, in regards to salary, right, guaranteed money, and things like that. I know a lot of people would maybe sit there and say, oh, well, it's good for them. And, and, yeah, fine. Like, obviously, from a financial standpoint, good for them. But the product, like, where we sit there, I don't – I'm not even that interested. This is the first year. I don't even really care because you're right. It's going to – everything's going to – you know, you already see the Bucs are making moves left and right. They just got Drew Holiday and then whatever. They're trying to build a team up for, for Giannis. But it's just like, okay – Maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. Okay, maybe it'll work for the Sixers if they somehow got James Harden. Like, okay, maybe it'll work for the Nets. Okay, well, Ron's yeah. still got AD. Okay, right? Okay, did I name everybody pretty much? Basically, it, it's just everything is so short-sighted anymore with the NBA. It's like, oh, this, you know, everything changes so much, Was it? which, yeah, it's exciting. But at the same point, it's like, you know, where's the, where's like the integrity and competitive drive that these players have? So James Harden going to Brooklyn to team up with Durant and Kyrie Irving is kind of like taking the easy way out, right? We've had this conversation for years about you know with with Kevin Durant going to Golden State. It's the same conversation. It's just mm -hmm. it's and it, it's kind of maybe it's a generational thing with this sense of entitlement, maybe you know where it's like, oh, I don't like it here, so I'm going to force my hand and we're going to go there. Like I'm going to get what I want, you know. It just doesn't seem. Yeah, it's like how the, the instant gratification, that whole thing. I feel like with our society today, and yeah. and I also think. Um, I just lost my train of thought and all that because you had so many good points. Um, no, I, I, I right, but no, you're right. First of all, what does it say, right, about us? It's just, yeah, it's, it's not good basketball, like, right? Because then all, it, and then you have like load management during the season and, and all this stuff. It's, yeah, it, like, like, in, in Karen, it, it, sorry, go ahead. Oh, please, no. I was just saying, and this is coming from, like, like I've talked to you before. I played fantasy basketball religiously for, like, 10, 15 years. And oh, I was yeah, all into it. You trying to tell me, like, you know, when I want to get in in that league and how you watch NBA, Game Pass or whatever, you have, like, we're watching all the games because like Red Zone every night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Every night was a fun night, basically, you know. But uh, the last four years I, or three years, whatever it's been, I, I stopped because it's just not fun anymore. It's it's literally the same teams, that, you know, every time. And it's it's only a select few teams that are good. It's, it's just so – 
how are you supposed to get better if guys can just move around whenever they want? Well, it, well, and think about it. how many how many like top draft picks have we seen get bounced around and traded and not given a fair chance, you know, on their team that drafted them because they're too busy trying to acquire the biggest the biggest names so they can all play together. You know what I mean? It just mm-hmm. kind of ruins. I feel like it ruins the process for a lot of players, and it's really um, it's not it's not encouraging. That's for sure. No, I I couldn't agree more. Um, and it's funny, like I'm looking at like this this tweet. It's like everyone's like, "Oh, did you see what James Harden posted on Instagram about this cap?" It's like, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Right, let's, you know, let's move on. Let's go to happier, happier times, right? Let's let's jump in. Uh, um, you know, I was gonna say, let's do a little show versus street. You want to talk about cold cuts first? Oh, hey, I'm, hey, we got ranch. I like this. I want to. You gotta let this ride. <laughs> Got all yeah, got a ghoul you can pick from, and you know Jerry Trubiano from South Jersey. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're going. Sorry, we're, I just had a moment there. No, it was perfect, man. And unfortunately, it cut out. I it cut out half of it. So I, all I heard was Joe Trubiano from South Jersey. Oh, yeah, Gary <laughs> Hey, Gabagool, Yeah. Hey, yeah. Well, we're close to Gabagool. We're gonna go with Prejute. Get some Prejute cold cuts. Okay, what's that? Prejute, but. Prosciutto is what we call it, you know. Um, it's it's an Italian meat. Is it like ham or like what? what yeah, but it's, it's like it's like ham, but it's very chewy. It's 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 delicious. It's sweet. Okay, so I think I know what that one looks like. It has yeah, like, almost like a fattiness to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you take that, roll it up with some provolone, bite it. It's great. Really? That was phenomenal. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. You know, we might have to go on like a little cold cut run because drizzle, drizzle a little olive oil and, and you know. now we're talking. I want to live that world. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's great. The problem is if you, if you invite me to that world, I'm never leaving. You can just sit there and just eat all day long. Like, I yeah, might do that while I work. Myself, Jerry yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you? What's on your cold cut list? I've always been a roast beef guy. Ooh. You know, Can't go wrong with roast beef. Well, I felt like, you know, it's a, st- a good good French dip sandwich, mm. right? Um, I don't know. Anytime you can break out an excuse to get the au jus sauce out, I feel like you're going in for a win. Yeah. You know, you're going in for a very victory. Uh, you know, you got cheesesteaks, you can put on that. Mm. Someone just said, Hey, here's a roast beef. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. It's like a roast. Man, you're making me hungry. I'm going to eat. No, I'm I about know. to go I eat, eat a second dinner. I ate cheese curls before the show, so I'm like. Ooh. Oh, yeah, you're, you're craving for that, for that now, yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> get some protein. <laughs> I went to Browns, but I was get some gig. I'm a ghoul. Yeah. Ooh, I'll, there you go. I'll face that. Call your mother. You know, like do the whole Italian thing. Perfect, perfect, yeah. perfect. Um, all right, put out to the joy. Wrap up the show, the little show versus street. Oh yeah, we owe it. We owe it. It's a Tuesday, right? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I feel like we haven't done it in a minute, so yeah, it's always a fun segment. Yeah, I'm gonna kick it off to you first. Is that all right? Yeah, I was gonna say. Do you want to give everyone a quick little? This was. A, I always loved it. This this is a great idea you came up with. Um, yeah. just for anyone. But before, of course, I'm cutting out right now. Sorry about that. No, I was saying. Um, do you want to just give everyone a quick debrief? I don't know what it's up. It's it's this damn computer, or whatever. Um, it's always something, right? There's always something. There's always something. But uh, <laughs> um, but I was gonna give the people. Damn it! Sorry. A preview of Show versus Street. What it's about? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I was gonna say we, the YouTube and Facebook people are new, so I don't know if they know what it is yet. Yeah, so Show versus Street is basically where we take a topic that is kind of in the news and sports and. We, we throw it one at each other and we basically say, you know, uh, what's your show take, meaning like your professional opinion on what you would say on the show and what's your street take, which is something you would say maybe after two or three, you know, 
Bud Lights, if you will, late night at a bar, and you're, what you really think deep down inside. So from the heart, from the heart, from the heart, with some emotion. So that's how we do show versus street every yeah. Tuesday night to wrap up the shows. All right, lay, lay it on. Yeah, so you want me yeah. first? No, I'm gonna lay it on you. I think first. So I'll, I'll take the ball, receive. So all right, perfect. So after last night, Karen, do the Vikings have a legitimate shot at making the playoffs? Um, yeah, I think so. Hold their schedule real quick because that that's really. Smart. I think this is show Karen coming out. It is. Yeah, this is show Karen first. Sorry, I should have probably emphasized that. Um, although in a weird way, like my, my opinions are not different to my tone is, uh, <laughs> but here, let me, uh, all right. So they got the, yeah. So look, this was part of it, right? They got the Cowboys, um, next week. Then they got the Panthers at home. Both of those are at home. At home. So they got three at home games. They've already won three in a row. And those were not just three slouchy games. They're all three NFC North games, two of the three on the road, right? They beat, they want at Soldier Field. They want at Lambeau Field, albeit they're empty, but still those are huge wins. Um, right. Then they're at Tampa, home against the Bears, at the Saints, at the Lions. Um, that's tough. We talked about, like, will the math be there? Well, here's the thing with the Vikings, right? You're going to have to beat the Bucs. They're going to be a wild card team. If you want to jump somebody, you're going to have to win a game like that. And hope Because, right, I feel like, in a sense, there, there will be losses to be had in these interdivisional games. And they'll, they'll be able to probably leap over a team or two, but they got to do their part. Um, I think they can make the playoffs. I don't think it, the chances are very good. I think the chances get way better if they expand that one extra spot. Then I think they definitely will make the playoffs. Um, but no, I think, uh, I think they can, but I would say it's a steep road because it's really hard. We, I think what three teams ever done when they started one and five. So yeah. Yeah. The odds are against you already there. Yeah. And street care would say, well, yeah, there are, well, there's a few looks at it, right? Hey, do you want to play them now? There's a party that actually, if I was like, as a Packers fan, we'd actually like to play them now. Not really that I ever want to see them because they scare me, but, um, that, right, because it's like, okay, let's actually see what happens now. I don't know, being the Lions at home, being the Bears in the, not a super sexy way, albeit their defense is really But um, I don't know. I think there's there's definitely reason to be optimistic. I'd be scared. Look, let, let's do this. Let's say the Packers stay the one seed somehow. And then they open it up to eight teams and they're playing the Vikings. That's like my worst nightmare. I don't want to see that. Mm like that ball they play good defense they have all the the capabilities to make a playoff run so i don't know we'll we'll see yeah i mean they like you like you said they pull off a little win streak here so it's we'll see if they can continue should be interesting to say the least yeah um but all right let me ask uh you want me kick it over to you yeah let's do it so I'll kind of come in with a fastball at you. I think, right, let's – I'm going to just be a guy you met on the street, right? I'm almost going to be the person that's had a couple Bud Lights. Not that I have. Oh, but geez. I hate, honestly, I hate Bud Light personally. Oh, but me too. Me too. Zero pin or something. I yeah. Know, I hate exactly. it. But, no, not good. But let's just pretend hypothetically, right, I come home from happy hour, had a few uh, Bud Lights, and I'm saying, yo, Zach, dude, the Giants. I, I get it, man. I know you're happy. And I'm not trying to burst your bubble, but you guys still suck. Like, you're not good. <laughs> like, you not like you haven't been good all year. You haven't believed until two minutes ago. Like, it's, like, stop. Like, it's just, it's cute, like, to believe in something. But this is no different than, like, me as a Marlins fan getting excited for, like, two minutes. That's an, that's an extremely accurate 
um, comment that someone would make, especially in this area. Yeah, in this geographical area. I <laughs> in this location. Best, uh, yeah. Well, that was, that, that was perfect, except it probably would have been a little louder and, you know, other things. But Maybe some, some unlike Philip Rivers language. Gosh darn it. Exactly, exactly. So so my, my show take would be, yes, um, Mr. or Mrs. Person, you know, like the two-time Super Bowl winning ch- uh, coach for the Giants, Bill Parcells, says, you know, you are what your record says you are. Right. So three and seven is obviously a very bad record. So that would mean very bad team. Right. Um, So I do understand why someone would say they're a bad team. But the reason why there is a lot of hype and excitement on my end and other Giants at people's end is because of how bad every other team is in the division and how close it is, regardless of the record. You know, and and yeah, so regardless, you know, yes, are they a bad team? Um, I wouldn't say they're bad. I think they're improving. The record says they're a bad team, you know? Um, but the reason why there's all the hype is because they're so close in the divisional race. Now my street take would be, well, did you not watch the game on Sunday? <laughs> Cause <laughs> they were not too bad on Sunday. Were they or the week before granted against the Washington football team? I understand. But if you look at the playoff chance, if you look at right, you got to stack the wins. And if and if you look at the playoff chances, and if you look at the schedules for all the teams in the division moving forward, no one has an easy road. You know, some might be slightly harder than others, but the chances are there. So you know, why would I be negative and, and say they're a bad team? You know, when there's still a chance, I don't care. Make the playoffs. What do we talk about? It's the same thing with fantasy football, Karen. You just got to go one week at a time, and you got to make the playoffs. That's all this it is. This is a really – I'm excited about this week. Great, you're on a bye, but still, it's exciting. It's just, I think it's really exciting just to see. I, like, I'm really excited about that Eagles-Browns game. Well, that that's going to be – every game just – each week moving forward is going to be so great because every game just means that much more because the playoffs are getting closer and closer. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the Packers have a big game against the Colts Sunday. They got Troy Aikman and Joe Buck on the call, baby. I know. My buddy Nick's going to be there. Really? Yeah. The, no way. Buddy, Nick, uh, I was saying he's like you, like he's a yeah, South yeah. version of you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Though I met at Lambeau. I love that story too, how we met um, up there at the Bears game. But uh, yeah, so he's going to be there uh, doing the drive over to Indy uh, with his wife, Sarah. So that's going to be really cool. I think it's nice. like some of their family are going to go. Yeah, so, awesome. so you got to bring the vibes. I guess I'm kind of wearing the wrong colors today. That's okay. You can wear it on Tuesday. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of fun. Thursday night football is gonna be a lot of fun. I can't wait to talk about that show uh, coming up, or you know, just talk about that game on the show. I should say on Thursday. Yeah, that's uh, that's a, that, like we said earlier. That's basically a playoff game in its own right. That's a game for the division. Loser of that game will not win the division. Right. Plain and simple. And I'll tell you what, it's a perfect little segue for us. You, uh, we won't be winning at all in life if you don't give us some love, right? We need a little love. That's right. Uh, Spotify and iTunes is uh, where you can go for all your fun uh, audio episodes. You want to drive or go on a trip, right? You can't download it. You can uh, rock the audio episodes. Maybe you're working out, right? You're just running. You want to hear for whatever reason. You want to hear us talk when you're working out. That's fine with me. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure, Zach, you wouldn't care either. But maybe they'll fire people up. Pump some iron, right? There you go. Yeah. Um, but and then check us out also on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit at underscore get sidetracked. And then check us out uh, on the website, of course, at www. Yeah, I always trip up over that. Uh, get dash sidetracked.com. And then let's go over the video stuff, right? There's some cool stuff on Twitch. Uh, we always love the the follows and then the subscriptions, the follow to the left and the subscription to the right.
So really love that. And then yeah, check all us out on YouTube. That is completely free. So just hit the old subscribe button. And we, I think that's probably the top spots to go to if you want to see all the highlights that we cut up uh, for most of our podcasts. We have that. So if you don't have time to listen to an hour-long podcast, we have some cool um, one to ten minute type clips uh, in there for, for everyone. Uh, but if you're more of the shopping type, hey, well, holidays are right around the corner for you, right? You can go right. sidetrack some cool some cool gear. Um, you know, our marketing person, Kelly Wilder, did an incredible job putting all this together. So with the logo and stuff, so now we have some some cool stuff that's on the site. So and send us some gear. We love that. Um, but yeah, this was this was a good time, Zach. Hey, you know what? We're just rolling through. It's chilly. I got the hat on, you know, trying to rock the winter vibes a little bit today. You know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's getting chilly up here in Northeast uh, PA. We've got Thanksgiving right around the corner and the other holidays we're celebrating. So it's about that time. It is. And I guess to that point, it's about that time for us to jump off the air. So we'll see everyone back here in the living room uh, Thursday at 7 o'clock. Cheers, everyone.